helping businesses grow and you absolutely have to market to grow your business. Okay, well, hello and welcome to Chat and Grow. I'm so excited. We have our marketing mastermind session today with Kirk Williams from Zato. Uh, so we are hoping to bring you some really good value as far as helping you grow your business. Um, and let me just share a little bit about Kirk. Um, okay, so Kirk is the owner of Zato, his, his search and a social marketing agency, and he has been working in paid search since 2010. In 2017, he was named the number four most influential PPCer by PPC Hero and has written articles for many industry publications. He is also an avid conference speaker, having traveled across the US and the UK to talk about paid search. Kirk currently resides in Billings, Montana with his wife, four children, and little sleep. That's true. <laughs> awesome. That's true. Well, Kirk, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited to have you here and talk about paid search. Uh, we were just talking earlier that, um, you know, we do a lot of digital marketing. So we build websites, we have content, we do blog posts and email campaigns and social media marketing, which fits in really well with, I think, what you do. But yet we do not, we do inc- what I call incidental um, Facebook uh, advertising and and very very little Twitter marketing, but just enough just to boost it. So we basically help our clients grow their uh, exposure, but I wouldn't call us PPCers by any stretch. And so when someone comes in and they're like, "I really want to make money uh, through doing searches," um, you're the guy that we send them to typically. Um, and so I'm just really excited to have you here so we can talk about this and answer some questions. Um, I know I have a lot of questions. Uh, anyone who's watching, if you're on Facebook, just post comments uh, and ask us questions that we can ask to uh, Kirk. Taylor here in our office is fielding questions, so she'll feed them through. I'm actually going to hog time first, so I get to ask you the questions that we have first, and then about halfway through, I will uh, start. We'll start watching what Taylor is feeding through. So again, if you're on Facebook, post those comments. If you're watching us live on Zoom, feel free to use the chat, and uh, again, Taylor will be watching that as well. So first, um, can you just tell me a little, tell tell us all a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, my name is Kirk, and uh, we live in Billings. And we moved here about five years ago, and really, really have enjoyed Billings. Um, I feel like it's a good, uh, it's it's a good city because there's still stuff to do, like mm-hmm. a city, but it's not so big that we have things like traffic and that. So <laughs> exactly. we, re- we really love that. Um, I, I lead I lead music at our church on weekends. Uh, um, yeah, I think in the bio, you know, we have we have kids that keeps us pretty busy. People ask me, what do you do for a hobby? And it's kind of oh like, gosh. oh, I work and <laughs> raise peppers. children. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so uh, right, right now it works, though. It's it's good. We, we enjoy it and and been been building Zeta over the past few years. Um, yeah. So awesome. Awesome. Well, a lot's probably changed then, too, since 2010. I mean, um, <laughs> at first when I think, wow, just since 2010, but like the whole landscape of how that kind of marketing whether it's on because you do google tell can you tell me too a little mm-hmm. bit more about um what you do because i know sure. you help people advertise with google and facebook but mm-hmm. maybe you can fill in the gaps for me a little bit yeah no that's so we'll so we'll say we're a ppc agency so pay-per-click um is what pbc stands for and uh under um there's disagreement on this all right so of, of what all the different definitions mean in that so what i like to use pbc as kind of the broad overarching like online marketing type of a term and then underneath that you'll start to have your different focuses like paid social facebook ads um google adwords paid search things like that mm-hmm. and so we, uh, we historically as an agency have stayed very focused on the paid search side. And then as we've hired and expanded, we've, we've added paid social on as well. Um, but we really do try to keep things specific to PPC. Yeah, I, yeah, you said it too, but I like to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be out there giving SEO advice because it wouldn't be good advice. And uh, and I know that and we stay busy enough with PPC. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it too. I know you take a... Um, you spend a lot of time at just really being good at that, like getting really good results 
Um, is that fair to say, like, that's your goal is that you get really good results for your client or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, typically w- when we get a client, we'll try to identify what, what is their goal, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, results are going to b- vary depending on industry and client goals. Um, sometimes we'll have a client that really wants to go more on, on brand awareness. Like we just want people to know about us. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes, more often than not, there are very specific goals that they're trying to achieve. They're trying to sell this product. They're trying to get leads for emergency plumbing, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. So and we're so, transactional. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so, so, yeah, basically identifying what, what do they want to do and how can we use paid online ads to, to accomplish that. Okay. Well, and um, also, can you just share a little bit... Okay, one question that I have that I would that I want to ask you. And, um, I have to say one thing that you said in there that really kind of resonated with me, it's this whole, like, there's a conflict in how people describe different things. So Mm. I'm going to ask you questions and it might not coincide with your, but it's like as a person who (laughs) is going into, cause I'm, I'm probably like most people out there because we don't do Mm -hmm. PPC. It's, I feel like it's this big mystery. I know, you know, you need to have a goal, just like any marketing thing. Um, you need to know your audience. You need to uh, figure out how do you meet your goal and achieve it? What's your budget? What's the results you expect? And analytics are important. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I know. <laughs> and then there's all these other nuances that it's like, just when I start to say SEM, 14 different businesses mm-hmm. think it's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, three different PPC pros think it's another thing. So when someone comes to me and they're like, do you do SEM? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? I don't even that? know what that means. Yeah. And, and then yeah. they're like, oh, you don't do marketing. But that's not true. It really, there are different nuances with different companies. Yeah. Can you just share a little bit about SEM and, um, you know, just some of these terms, like mm-hmm. can you demystify some of that from your perspective? Cause I understand yeah. someone's probably out there going, oh, well, that's not really what that means. But sure. from your perspective, I really respect your opinion and how, how would you define some of these things? Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that's a good question. A lot of that, um, as you noted, if you're talking with someone, a lot of that is, is just at one point, at some point getting on a communication level of, of yeah, defining these, like, what do we mean? And then how can we solve that? Um, so typically like how we'll look at those, you know, those terms. So pay-per-click marketing, um, PPC, like that, that started back in the day, basically because all online marketing, well, and even then not all, right. (laughs) So uh, a lot of the online marketing that you could do in terms of buying ads, you're being charged by an actual click. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's still how uh, a lot of it can work now. Um, but, but that's a big part of it. So I think your little oh. camera just flew off there. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going <laughs> to, there's a um, tornado right now yeah, inside right? The, the space. Hello, we are actually going to shut off Facebook live. I'm really sorry if you're watching us via Facebook live, but go ahead and check into chatandgrow.com and you can sign in and watch us live using zoom. Sorry about that guys. We'll see you in a little bit. And we will post the video in the next two weeks. See you later. Bye, Facebook. (laughs) Okay, we're back. Back for the Zoom audience. Yes. Um, Yeah. So, so pay per click. That's that's basically what that comes from. Is is you you're willing to bid on and pay up to a certain whatever you put in as the bid for that click. So someone clicks on that ad, they engage, they head over to your website. so where, where it starts to get fuzzy in that then is, is um, there, there are different ways of paying that can work into that. So CPM, uh, cost per thousand impressions, which is an ad view. So sometimes people pay based on ad views, like how many times their ad. That's typically going to be more in a brand awareness mm-hmm. type campaign. Um, sure. Even then, I, I still don't love those because you don't know... You know, an ad view on a screen, kind of, kind of like a billboard. Like, yeah. you know, I don't whatever, buy it. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Whenever <laughs> someone's like, you know, hundred thousand people drive past mm-hmm. this billboard, I'm like, yeah. Like, if no one is, if no one ever looks up, mm-hmm. who cares? Right. You know. And um, haven't you had billboards where someone's like, "Did you see my billboard?" And you're like, "No, yeah, see it." Yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's a good comparison. I yeah. Think. So, so I think so. That's that's why I tend to I like CPC because you are engaging with like a person actually saw that ad, they took action, they clicked through, and then it's kind of yours to lose because they are they're they're in your space and they're on they're on your site. Um, but uh, like SEM, search engine marketing. 
Um, I think that term has evolved a little bit, in my opinion. It, it used to be that I think it was a little broader, like it could it, it could include search engine optimization, SEO, mm-hmm. which is the free side of Google, Google and Bing rankings. Um, and so, I mean, there's really kind of two key sides to to, to Google search results pages. Um, you have ads and you have the organic free rankings. They, they're, they're trying to fit more and more weird things in there, right? right? But, <laughs> um, but, but even then, it's really, can you pay for that placement or, or is it free, regardless mm-hmm. of what it looks like at this point? So the free stuff is always SEO. Um, so SEM really is it, the overarching encompassing? It, it used to. Okay. I think it's evolving to be more like at least like when I'm talking with friends and online and that for the most part, as I see people talk about SEM now more and more, it's paid media. Okay. Um, so for the most part, but that again, that doesn't mean like, that's probably why like to your point, if someone is asking mm-hmm. probably the first question is really like, okay, what do you mean by that? Sure. Of basically getting like, what do you, what do you, yeah. what, what do you, you think what that do you is? think that is? <laughs> Tell you me know? about this picture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you think it is? Yeah. yeah. So, so I think that's, that's probably a key part of, of really any conversation is just making sure that we're all in the same place before we can go to the next level of okay, let's fix it. Because if they think that they have a problem in this area, but you're not even talking about the same thing, you know, right. no one's going to be helped. And that, and that can help. I, I, I get it. It's, it's confusing. Mm-hmm. It, it's detailed. Like there's nuances that like people in the industry know, people outside don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's probably good for business owners to know, just ask. So even mm-hmm. if you're not yeah. using the right words, you're not the only one. Like, yeah. Don't even, feel dumb. Ask. Yeah, exactly. So, because um, I've had business owners too who are, like, I don't really know what, I don't know what any of this is. Or they say it like they know, and I'm like, I don't know if you really know what that means. But mm-hmm. I think it's just really good just to remember that it's okay to just use a word and then have a conversation to make sure that we both know. Um, we don't, neither one of us have to be right. We just need to get to the same place, mm-hmm. really. So. Yeah, that, that's a good point. That's kind of a life thing, right? Like, <laughs> be humble enough to be like, hey, I, I probably don't know here, so, you know... Uh, throw it out there ask is that actually what I need and then mm-hmm. and then you know let the expert that you're talking to kind of help guide right right I always say I don't need to be right I just want my own way <laughs> so um, that's a good one and then that way you can actually get the results that you want so so we talked a little bit about uh, pay-per-click um, and paid searches um, so can you share a little bit about current trends with uh, with paid ads mm-hmm yeah, so I think a lot of what's happened. Um, so the key thing I think to understand about about paid ads, about paid media, um, social and search, which is which is what my wheelhouse is. Um, so it's it's all based on an auction system, and I think that is really important to understand mm-hmm. um, because that is every everything like rests on the fact that you're bidding against others. Mm. Um, and the reason why that's so important is because probably you know some of the some of the biggest questions people always have are things like, hey, what amount of traffic can I get? Hey, what? How much is this going to cost? And things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, like it should be expected in some ways that those questions are met with other questions and not always a a specific I have the exact answer um, because it's an auction system okay can you give an example of that mm -hmm. yeah so it it could be that someone says um, you know someone says hey okay I'm trying to think of what like hey I'm I'm a local dentist and um, our our Facebook social ads gonna work for me how much traffic am I gonna get and how much is this gonna cost Mm -hmm. you know that that's a pretty common question and it's a fair question they're fair questions they're good questions and so the reason why i think it's just important to at least know the landscape of what it is is that probably that what the agency can do is we can go in we can we can pull some averages from with the tools that they give us we can get some estimates we can say hey it looks like averages are around you know you'll probably be paying around you know a buck 50 cpc that's cost per click and that's Um, averages of like Keywords so, so it's averages industry. of what your competitors are willing to pay okay, gotcha. in your space. So, so if you're all bidding, let's just say paid search. So someone goes into Google and they type in best dentist in billings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we look at that. I say, okay, for my client, I want to, I want to, I want to own that keyword. So I w- I'm going to bid really high on best dentist in billings. So, you know, whatever, maybe I'll, maybe I'll bid $3 a click. 
because um, I want to make sure that our ads are real high, that we, that we nail every time someone types in best dentists in Billings, I want to make sure that we're up there, that we're at the top. Um, the problem is, is it's not just me. It's not just me and Google, right? Mm -hmm. So there are other people who are also dentists and billings and they have their marketing agencies and they also shockingly have <laughs> the the goal of showing for that Amazing. term as well yeah. right so that's why it's it's really really important to understand that it is a competition mm. um because uh that is that is then where um especially when you're entering a space like literally the fact that you enter this space changes it mm. so when you say here are the averages that we see and then you enter that space like you're literally changing it. You, there's more competition. Yeah. And so it, it's, I, I think probably one of the biggest things for businesses to know when they are looking at this mm -hmm. is that um, it, it is, there, there are estimates, there are averages we can pull, but the nature of it being competition is important to know that it's, it's also marketing. Like mm -hmm. at some level you have to make, you, you, you build your plan you 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 strategize you get kind of the averages you have an idea of like this is what we want and, and a good agency can definitely help guide and, mm -hmm. and get you close to those things because a good agency's done this before they've seen estimates and all, they, they they've seen the space and all that um but then there's there still is a little bit of that marketing risk and i've found that a lot of businesses are not okay with that mm. and they have to be and the, the weird thing is is that they'll be okay with marketing risk in other areas mm -hmm. you know you'll be mm -hmm. like you know, bill, like billboards, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you're, you know, how much money are you paying for that billboard? And it, and it might be worth it, right? right? I'm not arguing and saying that it's it's a waste, but I am saying that there's quite a bit of risk there. In fact, there's arguably more risk because at, at least with digital marketing, we're showing you this is how many people are coming mm -hmm. for this cost. And by the way, here are the leads that we can track back to it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's one thing I like about... Um, pay-per-click advertising is because it, it really opened up a space um, that had never happened before. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's been around long enough where we're used to it, but really it opened up, you know, for taking any kind of traditional advertising, um, there are just measurable results. I mean, in traditional advertising, you have measurable opportunity, but you don't really have measurable results. So mm -hmm. I think it's really unique to that. And one thing, as you're talking about budget and things, um, that I think is really, um, I'm really fascinated by, and I like your approach to it, is can you just talk a little bit about, um, you know, if someone walks in and they're like, I have a five or $10,000 budget for ads, um, sometimes I think when they look at budget, they're like, how can I spend the least amount? Get, um, But yet I know that, and again, I don't, I only know enough to just ask you sure. funky ways about <laughs> this, but but where um, someone could, you know, be spending all this money kind of, and I, okay, I'm just going to give you an example. Like I've seen companies spend $10,000 on their own and just kind of clunk around and then they'll come to an agency like yours. And then suddenly that 10,000 goes a lot further. How does that happen? Like mm -hmm. what, what is it that you do that makes it so magical? <laughs> that, no, that's a good question. Cause I've seen these stats and it's amazing to me and I'm really mm -hmm. fascinated by it. No, that, that's a great question. Like even, even to give you like real specific examples, there are times where we'll go in an audit account and we'll like hand it over to them and be like, Hey, you know, we just, like we just saved you six thousand dollars in three minutes because we just told you like look what you were bidding on that was waste add that in as an exclusion mm. you you spent six thousand dollars on one keyword in the past six months mm -hmm. that wasn't that wasn't was utterly irrelevant oh wow um and and so i think that's a good question because there are those times where so i so um i look at it like a little bit like maybe a mechanic so i'm i'm a I'm horrific at cars. All okay. right, I, I will. I, I will not be the guy looking under the hood with any sort of idea of what to do. Right. <laughs> so, so to me, maybe a good illustration would be: um, there are people out there who could do it themselves, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so there are there there are people out there. I think they're probably more rare than they think. Um, so, so a lot of us, uh, a lot of us will get under the hood. We'll start like banging around on things and uh, you know unscrewing things and all that um and then at some point we'll give up and take it to the mechanic mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and now the mechanic has to fix the original problem and your <laughs> what you did but i think some of that is just acknowledging that there is a specialization to it mm -hmm. in, in in the same way and it's not magic mm -hmm. it's just it's just uh, experience and knowledge and, and what's going on. So, so kind of maybe specifically, a real specific example would be um, 
in paid search at least we you know what you're doing in paid search is you're you're targeting keywords so someone goes into google they type a, a they type a phrase in and our ads with how we we tell google what we want to bid on we're saying yes do bid or don't bid on that on that phrase mm -hmm. all right so we're bidding according to keywords okay. um and so uh which by the way is is, is really a phenomenal way of marketing because people are actually telling you what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. So going back to the dentist, just because it's easy and it's, you know, um, I, we talk about dentists a lot do on the we? show. Oh, do you? No, oh, our, yeah, like if you look back, there's a lot. There's a lot of like, let's just I take a dentist, an easy local, like yeah. dentist, lawyer, plumber, you know, like it's, yeah. a, it's an easy one. You know? Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so plumbers, all right. <laughs> you, you can, you, we are all really familiar with dentists. So if you want to talk about dentists, that's awesome. But, or plumbers, yeah, totally yeah. up to you. So, you know, whoever, yeah, whoever. Um, so if someone, like someone is searching for, let's say emergency plumbing, mm -hmm. you know, I've done that. I've, right. I've had those times. Um, where they're like emergency plumber need help now. So what they're communicating there is their intent. Like they're, they're communicating to us mm -hmm. as marketers, which is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. An individual is saying, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this right now. Mm -hmm. So as, as marketers, like that's gold. Right. Um, and so that's why, you know, good marketers will say, hey, we want to devote more budget to terms like that. Mm -hmm that are very specific and high intent mm -hmm. rather than so so people who um you know typically people who don't quite know what they're doing they don't know what buttons they're pushing in them um they might un unknowingly be bidding on terms because of the way that google has things set up in match types and you know you start mm -hmm. to you start to go down the rabbit hole you know right. of audiences who you're showing for so and, and match there. types and yeah. you know what kind of keyword matches to what kind of mm -hmm. things what type of search tier terms and so what they might do not even realizing it is think that they're only bidding on on emergency plumbers but they've set it up to a really broad they've basically given google control to interpret that broadly mm. um and so what will happen is they think we're bidding on emergency plumber, but they've told Google, hey, look at this broadly. And so Google's going in there and they're like, you know, emergency plumber might match up with plumbing supplies. Mm. Um, and so you're an emergency plumber or, you know, you, you do plumbing. You don't want to sell plumbing supplies. Mm. And yet your ads are showing for those. You might not even know how to look in to see your search terms report and to see what your, your ads are actually showing for. So kind of a real specific example of why um, it is a specialized field mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that someone can't put in the time that we've put in, you know, right, right. That, that was tens of thousands of hours. You right, know? Exactly. I, I'm not saying you can't do that, but more than likely, you know, you, the small business owner, you know, you probably have your own thing going on mm -hmm. and that's probably a time where bringing someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very helpful. I do. Well, and just logging into Google, you know, in the old days, it was like, it was pretty simple and straightforward. And now there's like this whole dash. I swear every year <laughs> it's total job security because it's just like, yeah. I don't know. And I actually <laughs> have done Google ads, um, but yeah, it definitely continually. Mm -hmm. um, again, I, you know, it's like something gets more complicated as it gives, gives you more control. So mm -hmm. on what, in one sense, Google's like, oh, yay, this is so great. We're giving everybody this control. But in reality, um, it's kind of setting us up to mm -hmm. make more mistakes if we don't know yeah. what we're doing. So yeah. um, so let's see here. La, la, la. So one thing that we talked about, too, is, um, well, and, and I kind of, too, want to go back to what you were talking about, marketing and um, having the opportunity to put a budget into something, for example, the emergency plumbing, um, that's something that you can market and it actually, a transaction could happen right then. I always, t and I and I would love to get your feedback on this because I always say this, but I haven't had someone who specializes in pay-per-click mar uh, pay marketing. But I always say like um, what I do with the blog posts and the email campaigns and the social media ongoing, it's like a big ship. So we're just moving this momentum in a direction mm -hmm. so that the client, one, is, I mean, there's just like a million reasons, but mm -hmm. we're the big ship. Mm -hmm. um, 
I don't, I, and I tell my clients, like, don't expect that you're just going to get a new client tomorrow once mm-hmm. we start doing this. Even though we are doing social media, you know, those are always the clients that usually get a call the next day just to prove me wrong, which is great news to me. But, but typically the approach is it's a long-term play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what you have the opportunity to do is a little more transactional. So mm-hmm. I typically will tell them, you know, what I'm doing, big ship. Mm-hmm. If you want to send out a speedboat right alongside, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how pay-per-click. Can I get your feedback? Mm-hmm. I've been dying to get your feedback on this. So <laughs> that's like my, I have I have what I want everybody else to get out of this, but this is a, kind of a selfish question. But what is your, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I think that's a really good way of explaining it. Um, you know, there's, I think there's a couple things. So first of all, when, with like paid media, as opposed to all the other stuff, um, you you only get that traffic and sales if you're specifically paying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so some of that practically, like why wouldn't you as a business want to be um, want to be doing that long term, like building this this loyalty and this brand that is part of who you are and not just completely dependent on oh oh did we pay for that ad this you, you know did we pay yeah. for this ad right. So, so to me, there some of that is 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 in that regard. Like paid media is kind of the fast way mm-hmm. because you can you can pay as much as you want and kind of be appearing everywhere. It might mm-hmm. not be the best route, but you can you can get that traffic and all that. But at some point, um, depending on you know uh, your your return, your ROI, and that, um, you definitely want to be investing in more of those those long term things. So, so to give you give you a pretty specific example. We, uh, we do a little bit of paid media advertising for Zato, for my company, mm-hmm. but like that's not how we get primarily get clients. Mm-hmm. And no, for the love, that is not a proof <laughs> that it doesn't work. Right, right, <laughs> Sometimes right. people will yeah. say that. They'll be like, oh, the PBC agencies <laughs> are doing PBC. I'm like, have you seen those guys for clicks? You know, like, and so, we're in such a competitive <clears throat> industry. I yeah. think, too, as yeah. marketers, um, I know that... A lot of clients probably are like, oh my gosh, that's so much per click. Mm-hmm. But hello, go look up some terms mm-hmm. for marketers. Yeah, <laughs> no, like- and, which is why, you know, and, and, and yeah, I mean, so there are there are going to be industries like that actually mm-hmm. where, you know, we'll be up against these marketing behemoths. Yeah. You know, they've got these holding companies and stuff so they can spend millions of dollars. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like that we've we've kind of personally gone down the route of that of trying to build a brand, build a loyalty. Mm-hmm. So 100 percent like that is an essential part of 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 uh, any marketing plan um so the other i think the other piece of that though too then uh, somewhat on the paid media side is whether we like it or not um google facebook a lot of these so they're businesses they're in it to make money they make money by ads Mm -hmm. google um i I don't remember you know their specific numbers i I don't need to because whatever it is like 90 percent of what alphabet brings in now Mm -hmm. you know i think they are trying to diversify right but like for for years like a phenomenally high amount of what makes google so wealthy are their ads right and so that's why they give us all that free stuff <laughs> right exactly yeah exactly so free stuff yeah <laughs> yeah so so in terms of the space um definitely you know be trying to build your brand definitely be 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 getting as high as you can in, in organic rankings have a long-term content play like do all that stuff but you know in terms of what facebook and google want to do is they do want more and more to try to position ads mm-hmm. so it is a little bit pay for pay for play mm-hmm. and so i just I, I think I think both of them are absolutely essential to to a business. Like like a business can try to go down just one or the other and be somewhat successful. Mm-hmm. And I just it just seems like you look at the businesses who really are growing, who really get it, kind of the long term, and 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 they they generally it seems have a real good understanding of building their own somewhat organically brand with loyalty and all that and then also they probably have a pretty significant paid media budget as well well and there's a lot to be said for that working together yeah, and i exactly. think um i mean i've gotten to appreciate that with the clients that we work that we work with right now that um i appreciate we all have kind of the same we, we all get the vision of what the company's trying to do and so i think no matter who's doing what pieces of your marketing, just keeping in mind mm-hmm. that the te- it's a team and um, optimizing the opportunity so that um, if you do have a team doing your big ship marketing and then you have another team doing your pay-per-click that 
um, it's all cohesive and um, and such mm-hmm. is probably a good thing too. Um, also, I, I've got. I'll ask you another question, but um, we're going to go ahead in just a minute or so and uh, go into your questions. So, if you have any questions, be sure to let us know. Um, oh. How about if I ask you about remarketing mm, and sure. retargeting? For one thing, okay, I feel like this is another one of these secret handshake code words. Like, <laughs> are they the same thing? Or, you know, and so can you just kind of share, one, is it the same thing? And two, what what are they exactly? Yeah, so to my knowledge, um, they are exactly, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. Google, I, I believe remarketing itself came from Google. Okay. So Google loves to reinvent things and then like rename it and call it their own. <laughs> so, um, and I, and, and my understanding is retargeting has always kind of been the term like you're, you're what, what retargeting is, um, uh, for people listening is basically, uh, someone who maybe comes, visits your site, engages, whatever, and then they leave and then you're finding them on the web as they visit websites or as they do searches. And because they, because they engaged with your site, you know that they're they're a little bit of a higher higher quality visitor, mm-hmm. um, and and so you're you're kind of getting back in front of them with ads. So mm-hmm. that's you know as, as you know that's re, that's retargeting remarketing. Same same. <laughs> as 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 far as I know, it's the same thing. Google just called it remarketing to try to like take over that term. I had a client who was really challenging me on it, and so I did a bunch of research, and it did say it was the same thing. I think I found one source that was like, oh, they're completely different, but I didn't. Like what, I read how, both comparisons. I'm like, I don't see. I, okay. I couldn't find I, any difference. So I, don't know, maybe, like, I subscribe that they're the same thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. When, I, when people ask well, me, I officially, with confidence, say, I'm pretty <laughs> with confidence. I'm pretty sure that they're yeah. the same thing. <laughs> Not very confident, but um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. So okay, I still have a ton of questions for you, sure. but feel free. Like I said, we're ready for you. So if you have <clears> any questions, go ahead and ask them in the chat, and uh, Taylor will feed them into us. So one thing. Um, <laughs> excuse me um it you know again in the old days uh on facebook let's just talk about facebook for a second we could just post things and people saw it but now we're learning um, well not now but for a while now and more and more so all the time uh if you if you're a brand or even if you're a human but but specifically for businesses your people your uh, people who like your page aren't probably not seeing what you're putting out there so we've learned that you know, you have to put us at least some level of boost behind it. How how is your approach? So, if you have a client come in and they're like, "I need some help with Facebook," what is the process? Because I think by the end of the day, if you're listening right now, um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, at the end of the day, as a business owner, small, medium, or large, um, if you're moving money from one area of marketing into paid mar- uh, paid online ads. Um, it, it's just really good to understand like how how do you do that? So I've, if I walk in and um, just answering the question, so it's not so, I don't know. I just feel like there's a disconnect. Like I don't even know what to ask when I go in. So it's so like if someone comes in and they're like, hey, I want to do some some Facebook ads. What is your approach mm-hmm. and, and your process? Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in general, you know, mm-hmm. I know that there's probably a lot of ways. But. Yeah. So for Facebook, we'll we'll try to get an idea of um, of, of who the business is. Uh, so so paid social and paid search. The really the key to understand the difference between those is for the most part. Right. Mm-hmm. The 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 primary difference is that paid search is going to be more on the keyword basis what someone is is typing in to google and saying i'm interested in this mm-hmm. paid social is going to be more on the audience side um so when i say audience i mean uh like who 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 you're trying to reach their their demographics like income level gender all, all those things right um so what marketers typically have done and this goes back forever right uh what marketers typically have done is said identified different segments of people and seen that um, this type of ad works better, you know, on males than on females. Mm. Um, and, and, and again, with what we're doing, I, I've, I've actually heard, I've actually heard um, uh, of someone making claims like that and kind of being pushed back on in, ter- in terms of being, um, uh, what, what would the word um, be? But just kind of being uncomfortable with like, 
oh hey you know we we shouldn't we shouldn't say things are different and oh, like sexist uh, uh, maybe sex, sexist yeah yeah, yeah i know sorry like, we just um, say words here like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. just speak freely well because, I, I, I literally yeah. couldn't remember the word yeah. <laughs> okay. so so but, sexist yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. and and there is a level of um with markers definitely we have to be careful of that but some mm-hmm. of that is like we're like literally we're looking at data and saying right. hey this ad converts better why you can't know? insurance like, companies do it but marketers can't you know i mean literally if there's data to back what you're doing right so you so know you're going to get a certain result i mean it's just yeah we're not it's math we're not it's making not, any yeah. quality statement here we're <laughs> saying that this ad works better with this <laughs> this segment of population exactly. Right? exactly and so that's that's more how like facebook will work so long winding way of answering your question um and so so a lot of then what we're doing initially is trying to identify like who their audience is um, and we, we do, you know, full transparency, we're still trying to figure that out. Um, we're still trying to figure out like the onboarding process, the sales process, stuff like that. Because what we've found with Facebook is that it can be, um, you kind of need to do quite a bit of work in order to really know a company um but we don't want to do so much that we're like we're just doing sales work <laughs> before we've been paid you know getting to yeah. know a company too so we're, we're figuring that out a little bit i think we're getting a little bit better at that um but that's that's a lot of what we'll do is we'll identify like hey here's this company and then we'll match that with here are the capabilities that we know that we can do in facebook mm. um and they just keep expanding right. interests and things that things that they allow you to target mm-hmm. um and so that, that that by the way is probably one of the biggest things i'd say with facebook i think more and more people are kind of like well hey facebook i'll give it a try myself mm-hmm. and there is there is such a difference between those who can really go down the rabbit hole of this is the way that i can use lookalike audiences and retargeting and, and match that up with uh, interests and demographics and all that and really kind of match an offer to those specific audiences mm-hmm. um we are starting to get more and more specialized like there is a pretty big difference between doing that like establishing a pretty big strategy plan presenting it and then someone just like pushing a post to people 25 through 30 who are you know male that live within five miles of billions type of deal so when you approach an an ad so and if you're listening like there's a difference between an ad like i want you to go look at this and this is my goal i either want you to go to my web page like my page um and just like boosting a post to get more visibility do you approach them differently like are you still looking at the different demographics and like what kind of posts should we push and like how do you sort through all that because i know a lot of times people will ask me well you know do i do a post or do i do an ad and it seems mm-hmm. like a big question. <laughs> no, that's a good question. So, so that's where that might be some of that we're still figuring out. So we we d- we actually don't do post boosts. Okay. Um, we we just do ads. Mm-hmm. We just do campaigns. We just say this is what you want to do. You want us to build this strategy, target these people, show this creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for us in our minds, we even even though and again this is where you get to that sticky like things things get gray sometimes. Yeah. Even though it involves payment Mm -hmm. it's technically paid media we've seen post boosting a little bit more on kind of that pr type side Mm -hmm. of like so to me probably if someone would want to boost a post it'd probably make more sense that they're the ones kind of managing the content of the Mm -hmm. facebook page and stuff anyways we boost posts again we're the ship and we boost posts Mm -hmm. because we want otherwise it's not gonna get seen yeah yeah whereas if i'm like oh you want ads you should talk to kirk (laughs) yeah and and i think that I, i do think even though yeah, even though they're both paying, even though you're yeah. paying for both of them, I think they're, they're different enough where I think that is a, a healthy distinction. Mm-hmm. So so that's typically where we've 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 shifted more and more into terms of like we're going to we're going to have an agency that builds campaigns and strategies for ads in, in Facebook. So, OK, so then when we're talking about Google um, paid ads, how would one and we talked about this a little bit beforehand where i've had clients come to me and they're like i'm considering moving a big chunk of my tv advertising or i'm considering moving a big chunk of my print advertising and not to take away from those because i feel like there's room for all of it and it should you know depending on the industry there's a place for different media however to ignore social is i feel you're leaving a ton of money on the table so as they come in and they're like i really want to move this one i've got a couple questions about budget one is like what really what's a budget that would make it worth even doing and two how would you recommend someone allocate it or approach 
thinking about, because I know as a business owner, it's it's hard to walk into a marketer and say, how much mm-hmm. should I spend? And how should I allocate it? However, as a business owner, that's really, you really want to know that. So mm-hmm. how do you reconcile? One, do you have general answers? And two, how do you yeah. give those answers? <laughs> Good luck. There yeah, you go. <laughs> that, is, that is a hard question. So how we do it is 100% on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's somewhat purposeful and necessary going back to, to kind of my long and rambling monologue from before <laughs> about the auction, the, the mm-hmm. competition. Um, so I think, I, I think it is so, such an individual case by case basis that it's almost dangerous to give general numbers. Right. <laughs> Cause if you throw, if you start to throw out a number mm-hmm. in terms of like, well, you know, you at least need to make sure you have a thousand bucks a month or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it it's, a, it's an average number. Averages lie, right? Mm, right. <laughs> Averages are composed of individuals right. on, on, on all sides. It's like averaging <laughs> weather in Montana. Yes. You know, that's, it could be negative five or it could it. be 30. Yeah. You know, you just... And so the average was 50. You're like, <laughs> it wasn't 15 at all Ever. the whole yeah. month. You know, yeah. it was, yeah, that's, that's a great way to put it. It was either always 30 or always negative yeah. 10, you know, so, or whatever. So, yeah, I think that, that PPC budgeting is very similar to Montana. Weather. Yeah, that, that, there you go. I, I really like the analogy. I might have to. I might have to use it. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter where you are in the country, um, look up our averages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so all that to say, um, I, I think I do think we have to be careful, and that's not just a, a marketer giving an elusive answer. Um, there is absolute like if someone's watching and they they are in plumbing, mm-hmm. and if someone's watching and trying to think of any any industry like almost furniture. no industries like, now furniture? are not competitive right. you know what i mean like that's right. part of it um but may, yeah furniture whatever yeah your, your furniture that's that's e- like right there e-commerce and lead gen mm-hmm. hugely different all right lead gen typically is more expensive cost per click because there's um there's generally with lead gen more to be gained and it's a longer sales funnel mm-hmm. and so people are you, your competition usually is willing to spend more money so, um, so that that's where it can get very tough. And then the, the and other- just to back up, that is such a huge nugget. Lead gen being lead generation. Oh, yeah. So, um, and I talk to my clients a lot about this because we build websites and okay. we manage email campaigns. So, mm-hmm. um, lead generation. If you think about it, that if you put a budget into pay per click and they clicked on it and they ended up entering their email address into your website, and then now you have this lead that you get to nurture not only for the first purchase, but ongoing, um, there's a lot more lifetime value mm-hmm. to that than, hi, um, buy this lamp. <laughs> you right, know? Exactly. And yeah. so people are willing yeah. to pay more for that lifetime value yep. versus the tr- individual transaction. Sorry yeah, no, Go that's ahead, a great, and especially with tracking that. I just love what you just said. Like, I didn't really realize important. the difference in the price. Like that's, that was a huge deal. So, oh, yeah. so it, go ahead. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> no, that is it all. It always goes back to the competition, mm-hmm. right? So typically that's why your CBCs for a $30 lamp are probably going to be a lot cheaper because mm-hmm. no one, not no one, some people are Rarely. dumb enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say, no one's dumb enough, but some, <laughs> yeah, that's where you start to get into some, some accidental. I won't say dumb. I'll say maybe accidental people not knowing they have bids turned on mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, but, but for the most part, you know, for the most part, you'll see some those, those CBCs match. Um, yeah. So, so all that to say, um, so I think that's that's a big part of why, like for us, it really depends on like we we typically won't give any sort of amount until we've been able to talk. We we do get an idea of like what what do you have in terms of your marketing budget in general? What's even realistic? There are times where we've told someone like we just don't even think it's realistic with what your marketing budget is, what you're trying to do in your industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I what what I'll say is that I do think that it it's getting a little bit harder in paid media in terms of price and competition because more and more businesses are saying hey maybe we should be shifting budget from from print to paid media right mm-hmm. and um so so that that so it does, gets more expensive so it gets more expensive <laughs> yeah um so and then and then geography location is a big part of it like mm-hmm. who you're trying to reach um so you know someone like uh so i've i've run campaigns for actually for um, plumbers and dentists in <laughs> California. Okay. And so if you're if you're running a campaign for a dentist in the LA area, your budget is going to be 
like as big as as I've had some like smaller national brands that had budgets equal to a dentist in California in Los oh, wow. Angeles. Wow. Because the sheer amount of people that they're trying to reach mm-hmm. is is part of that as well. And so that's where um, a, a budget there is going to be very different than someone in Billings saying, you, you know, we, we only have 100,000, 200,000 mm-hmm. people to reach yeah. at all. And then I'm those... I'm I'd like to be yeah. number one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's where it might be realistic to say, hey, you, you might be able to do it for, you know, three fifty a month, $500 mm-hmm. a month in spend. Right. Um, yeah so i uh, well and two, it depends i don't, I don't know yeah, yeah. You know, and i think it's good to understand why it depends because again and you made a good comment in there about i'm not trying to be an elusive marketer mm-hmm. i feel like like i've i always say i've had to hire a lot more marketers than i you know like i've been mar- in marketing and i've hired people to do pieces of it um and sometimes i feel like that like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm going in and i'm not going to get a straight answer but i think it's really important to understand why that is in this area because um, the pricing is different, uh, the competitiveness is different, the spend uh, availability is different for the client um, mm-hmm. and their goals. Like how aggressive mm-hmm. it, you know, if you look at it as an investment, like if you went into your um, financial advisor and you're like, I I have an aggressive budget because I want to make more money versus I have a little tiny bit of money that I would like to set aside. You know, mm-hmm. it just depends on as a business, how aggressive are you about growth and how much are you mm-hmm. uh, willing to put behind it? But having said that, um, and, and this isn't true everywhere. I think this is a geographic thing. And I think in some areas, um, it's a little bit, and even in smaller businesses, it's harder to get on board with it because it's a little bit scary. It's not something that mm-hmm. a lot of yeah, businesses that have been around for a long time maybe haven't done in the past. Um, but I will say, like, there is a management fee, and it's not super cheap, mm-hmm. and uh, rightfully so because mm-hmm. there's a huge amount of value. Um, I would, I would say that I've seen people get a higher return on the ad spend. Um, it's kind of like I would equate it to going to an accountant. Mm-hmm. I, there's always a net gain when I go to an accountant. If mm-hmm. I do my own taxes, um, I lose more money. Mm-hmm. And so as long as I spend less on the accountant than I make, and I have found that to be true with what I've seen with mm-hmm. people who manage ads as well, is you know what you're doing, There's you're reducing the risk, and um, there's greater potential, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, having said all that, there still is an amount where... Um, you know, we still have to balance, like how much does it cost to have it managed? Mm-hmm. And then if yeah. I have a hundred bucks, is it really worth, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. again, you need to kind of have an attitude of I'm willing to invest in mm-hmm. making this happen. So when, I don't know, I just always get afraid, like, um, when people go to you and they're like, okay, I have a hundred dollars. So what mm-hmm. can you do with it? You're like, well, I'm going to put in the same amount of work as mm-hmm. if you had $5,000. So mm-hmm. it's going to cost the same, you yep. know, I think is at the end of the day, um, so I don't know when it comes to budget, I just, I think that that's the reality that a lot of people are dealing with, but, mm-hmm. but in the end it's again, how aggressive. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're getting, I, I, you know, I have so many questions, so I knew that I would kind of come to this time going, Oh my gosh. Um, so I'm going to have to weed out some of them, but, um, and again, we're, we're just going to be here for about another five to eight minutes. So feel free to ask any questions if you're listening to us live. So one of my one of the questions I want to make sure to ask you is if you have a client come in um, and you could just make them do something, because we all have things where it's like it's always hard to talk people in. Not always. Very often, unless you don't have this problem, but I do. And I know a lot of people I talk to too. It's like, you have to like talk people into doing the right thing. Mm. And so if, if there was one thing that you could just make everybody do that, you just know that they would be successful mm-hmm. when they come to you, what would that be? Um, I know, I know exactly <laughs> what I would say. Um, we often do, but it would be for them to take as much ownership in their side as, as they insist on us on mm. our side. So, um, so there's basically two sides to marketing. There's there's the marketing. There's the sending. There's the filtering. We're 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 trying to find the people who are most likely to be interested in what you're selling. Okay. Mm-hmm. So th- what's really important to understand, like massively important in marketing, is that we are not sending sales. We as marketers are not sending sales. Okay. We're sending people who are more likely to buy than others. 
that we've identified through our filters and we've identified like we, we are trying to do our best to identify the right people. But at the end of the day, the responsibility to take that person and turn them into a customer is the clients. Correct. And so to me, that means there needs to be a, a very high amount of ownership and understanding from their side in terms of what do we need to do to, to, to make things better mm -hmm. so that we can sell more. Mm -hmm. what, what I've experienced a lot of times, the relationships that probably aren't going to work out long term and the businesses that just just don't get it and they, they, they typically are the businesses that aren't growing and aren't exploding mm -hmm. are those who it's kind of always the marketer's fault it's just it's always the audience mm. it's it's the ad like we just need to fix your ads like you said oh, you know you said the instead of uh you know right. you know what i mean yes um and we probably all had clients that, that kind of are very like you know they can they can be overly micromanagement right. in terms of like splitting hairs yeah, yeah. like you no know, this is the thing that will fix our conversion problem right and then we'll be million if, 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 if we would be millionaires if you know we sent less of this type of traffic or whatever mm -hmm. and there are definitely definitely things that we as marketers can can do and we do in terms of um in terms of optimizing like trying to find this audience does do better okay so let's 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 exclude the audience that's not doing better. Let's go ahead and, and remove them, okay? Let's put more budget into this. Mm -hmm. So we do those things and we work on them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's also not to say, as you know, there are a lot of bad marketers out there. Mm -hmm. And that, in in the defense of the, the, the poor small business owner who is trying to figure out what to do here, mm -hmm. like that is frustrating and I get it. And it's a frustration for me as a marketer right. because it, it gives us a bad name. Like there's, there's a reason that lawyer jokes are common because right. there's a lot of bad lawyers, but mm -hmm. that doesn't mean they all are. Same thing with marketers, yeah. you know? So, so shock, like, believe it or not, like if you're frustrated because you've had a, a bad marketing experience, honestly, like I'm just as frustrated for you because that's not, indicative of what good marketing can do um but all that to say if you hired a good marketer who is sending the right audiences mm -hmm. like it's not their responsibility to, to to sell it's yours right and so what that means in terms of and what i mean by ownership is that might mean you've got to you've got to figure out like what what on this website it's called conversion rate optimization mm -hmm. cro what on this website can we change to make it better? Like, right. like get some get some expert help there. What do we need to do in our sales process? Do we need to? Um, and maybe this is some where your 100%. your side comes in then with content. Like, hey, maybe we need to to, to get our, our content better. Maybe we need to do better with email, like like post visit email drip campaigns. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to make a more compelling offer. Maybe our offer is just crappy. Right. Um, like there are there are so many things on the side of the client. You, you mm -hmm. can tell that I'm I'm that I feel strongly about I this. I feel point. you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be, because I, I think that I, I think that's the number one biggest mistake that clients who fail that have a good chance, they have a good product, they have whatever. The, the clients who fail, in my opinion, are the ones who, who don't get that. Mm -hmm. For them it's we hired this agency they they were supposed to they were supposed to magically turn things around. They right. didn't. Let's go find the one that will. Right. Um. And and they didn't properly take ownership of of their side, mm -hmm. their piece of the puzzle. Well, and just to kind of tack onto that, I mean, a couple things we don't even really have time to talk about today. One is the ad. You know, I mean, there's a lot to be said about Google ads, for example, and the whole headline and expectation mm -hmm. and price and all that. And so that when someone clicks on it, they mm -hmm. see what is expected. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, there's a whole funnel. Like once you send them, in fact, to the client I know that we have that we work together on, uh, I wouldn't let them go to you. And even now I'm constantly like working on this. So it just makes me crazy. But they were so eager. And I was like, no, you know, I, I need to redo this. And I, you know, like I threw up 350 pages on your website in like three months. So no, let me go back and fix some of these and make them you know, and optimize them. So we finally, um, you know, I had a story brand expert come in and we did the oh, homepage. Cool. And mm -hmm. then um, we, from there, I was like, okay, fine, you know, do it. And mm -hmm. so then they had some really great specials that they their offers were phenomenal. And so I was like, okay, go ahead. But even now, um, again, it's such a collaboration. And I think that mm -hmm. that's really important no matter, um, and, and in fact, 
uh, on past Chat and Grow Marketing Masterminds, we've talked a lot about whether it's print, whether it's website, whether it's email, no matter um, whether it's video, it all needs to be holistic. Like it's all about optimization. And optimization was around a lot longer than internet. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's all about taking the assets that you have and making the absolute, like sucking everything you possibly can out of it. And so when you're going to put money behind you want to put money behind something that's good you know and so you can have you can have the best ad and it sends people to your website but then what and mm-hmm. then you you know that needs to work well the buck stops where with customer service quite mm-hmm. honestly yeah. Yeah. and i and i've said this a few times before that customer service is a marketer's best friend you know <laughs> so if you have really or we're sending me honestly mm-hmm. and so so there really is you know if we all again kind of work together and and, and the clients at the center and so i, mm-hmm. I agree with you wholeheartedly that um, you know, they, you know, if I could, if I could make everybody do anything, it would be to the same thing. Like, I agree. I think that that's a really good response mm-hmm. that, you know, take responsibility. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you don't have time to think about it, make time or mm-hmm. don't spend money on it. You know, yeah. like you're wasting your money if you're just going to like throw money in different directions and not have it work together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Um, so awesome. Let me see. So. Um, okay, so I do have one more question that I love to ask at the end. But um, before I do, is there anything else that you want to share with everybody before we? I ask my favorite last question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I think that answer was it. Okay. Yeah, that's it. just just because like that that's was my agenda that's for what the I day. Want them to, <laughs> like that's what I want them to take away. Um, is is that? So yeah. Okay, and just real quick, <laughs> I just got distracted. Um, so um, apparently, I. Uh, Sarah uh, had a question, but I, it sounds like I took it from her. But she's completely geeking out over your shirt. So can we just have a moment? Well done on the shirt. Yeah. So yes, love it, love it. Um, okay, and my favorite, I'm a huge foodie. And I talk about this every week, except for last week, because I was talking to Jeff Lethert from Billings Lifestyle Magazine, and we went over time, and uh, I didn't get to ask this, but he'd been on before, so I knew it. But I'm a huge foodie. Um and uh, I I really want to ask what your favorite restaurant is, but I always worry like I don't want to offend anybody <laughs> or complain. And so you're welcome to share about your favorite restaurant. But what is your favorite food mm-hmm. or ingredient? Um, I so I'll I'll be very political okay. and not say my favorite restaurant, but okay. I'll say one that we enjoy going to. We live on the West End, okay. and so it's also like close. But we really like going to local. Oh yeah, over, over oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I always get their staff burger. Like every time, well I think done. I've had the staff burger like six times. Well done. You know what? Um, I worked with uh, Jessica Baldwin at Billings Three Sixty Five, and we did a series called Weird Burgers, which I think should be renamed to Awesome Burgers because they always were amazing. Yeah. And we did. We had the staff burger, and yeah, he shared was- about it, and it was. I'm with you. It's always you this, do. like, like I always know it'll taste good. Yeah. But sometimes it's a little bit, I get Funky. it, and I'm a little like, yeah. oh, Weird man. I think one time there was an oyster on it, and I was, like, a fried oyster. And I was a little, like, I'm not a huge seafood guy. I was a little, like, I don't know about this. And but it was still good. It was really yeah. good. So what's so, your favorite one? Um, I would have to say, I, I'm trying to remember, I think it was, like, a blue cheese bacon mushrooms like oh, okay like, yeah actually somewhat traditional yeah but it's, <laughs> so it's I like good just burgers. good yeah, yeah it was exactly. good I, I, I had a, a taco one and like like chili cheese and like all this stuff so oh it's very good yeah. oh yeah so that's that's uh local food it's french fries oh i love french so, fries so like thick cut then cut like what tell me about i like i'm starving like now all actually alex i'm really sorry if you picked up my stomach growling but it's gonna get worse right about now. i like them for different reasons okay you know? so and, different. and i'm always i'm always like trying to find the perfect french fry oh so but but there'll be yeah i don't know there'll be times where um a certain a certain cut like really i, I like and then other times where you know i like something else yeah i love a good french fry yeah so. i'm so with you potatoes are the best like mm-hmm. i think that they're just god's gift to us exactly yeah, yeah. So, so and i and, and not I, sweet potato fries i can oh, eat them i love them but, but like, they're not the same but they're not the, it's, not, <laughs> no. it's not a french it's like a disappointment you're like oh this is gonna it's not the same thank you then i'm healthy <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I have my french fries it's, now <laughs> like i like them if somehow i could be blind if maybe if they didn't call them fries i'd like them better oh okay so well that'll be sweet everybody's potato, homework if so. we were in the uk they're chips 
Okay. Sweet potato chips. There you go. <laughs> Problem solved. So yeah. yeah, well and honestly, I love um mm. I really do I'm glad I didn't have any today, but the um burger dives mm. do you like their garlic fries? Like I love their garlic I do. fries. I, I haven't been there in a while. I need yeah, to get there again. It's really yeah, yeah they're really good. I and then you've probably them. been to Austin because you go places and you're tech. I I've not. I'm going to be there in April. That hurts me a little bit inside. Yeah, oh, really? No, yeah. So oh, for HeroConf. Oh. conference it's the it's the only all ppc conference there is oh. ever in the well world. you have to go to p, so. p terry's and let okay. me know how you like the fries so nice. yeah yeah awesome well thank you so much thank you for being here so very much thanks to everybody who's listening and watching um also thanks to alex alex youngren does our sound he's awesome today also uh sam from samuel roland um films came in and helped a little bit with our lighting with what he had to work with so i really appreciate that and taylor who uh feeds in our questions and comments thank you so much uh, we are actually going to take uh, three weeks off from the Chat and Grow ma uh, Marketing Mastermind so that you're going to be happy to hear this. I am going to get caught up on posting all of our podcasts. They will be available on um, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. The videos will be posted on chatandgrow.com. And um, also on omhtraining.com, we post the audio playbacks as well as we are starting to feature some of our social media wordpress and what i call our secret sauce training our secret sauce here at omh when we refer to that it's the blog post email and social media campaigns so again um thank you so much thanks everybody and the best is yet to come <laughs>